Welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we'll talk kitchen creations and household hacks. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so in a quick update from last week, I talked about the literal hornet's nest outside my window. I am looking at it as I speak. It is still there and it's out of control. I mean, they have like full on taken over. I can see many, many of them just crawling all over each other out there. It definitely looks like the start of a scary movie, but I guess we're in what we call it is what it is mode, (laughs) at least until next week when I tell you I got stung six times and ended up in the emergency room. Just kidding. Hopefully. (laughs) It has been a little bit of a dreary week. That's what I get for saying I'm ready for summer to be over, huh? But but it wasn't all dreary because I have discovered the treasure trove that is the McDonald's app. I know, I know. You're like, really? Just now? And I sort of feel the same way. I did download it maybe a little over a year ago. And I was like, all right, I just don't feel like there's that much to see here. And I was in a stage where I was really trying to pare down the apps on my phone. So off it went. But I downloaded it again last, I think last week because they were giving away, they were giving away their new spicy nuggets and my husband wanted to try them. He says they're good, by the way. So I downloaded it and I was like, wait a second. They just give stuff away on here. So the other day I tried to go to the park twice and it started raining both times. And the second time I was like, I need something to show for this. So I stopped to get a Diet Coke's. And I was like, okay, let's just see about this app. Let's just see. And I pulled it up. And do you realize you could get two large Diet Cokes for $1 if you get it on the app? $1. I was, <laughs> it was like any drink free with a $1 purchase. And of course, the large drinks are already a dollar. I was like, really? And then I was like, I feel too bad. I was like, I feel way too bad. I have to add something else. So I added like a small fry. I feel like I am probably not the only person who knows this. I may be the last person who knows this, but just in case, consider that my public service announcement, two large diet Cokes for a dollar on the McDonald's app. So I also, I, I also spent some time in my kitchen and made two new things this week. The first one was for lunch and kind of inspired, let's say, by this recipe on the Pinch of Yum website. It's an av- So it's an avocado egg salad. Hers has like a bunch of herbs in it, which probably would be good, but I just kept mine plain. Also, my measurements were different than hers. I basically just do, I'm like the annoying person on the, um, like when you go on allrecipes.com, I feel like there's always people in the comments that are like, I made the recipe except this, 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 and this, and this. And people are like, did anybody make it the original way? <laughs> no, I'm, I, it was pretty close. So I, um, I did, I did basically just use what I had though. So I took a couple of avocados. I did three cause they were small and I was worried about one of them being bad. But anyway, I think two is fine. And I did five hard boiled eggs. I probably could have gotten away with four. So anyway, so I mashed the avocados. I chopped up the eggs, stirred it all together, and then squeezed in the juice from, I think, one lemon, and then salt and peppered it and put it on an everything bagel. It made a lot. It made a lot. It made enough for both my husband and me with some leftover, a bunch leftover. 
I also made an apple fritter cake this week to get me into the season that was pretty easy and super good. So there is one food blogger on this planet (laughs) who my husband knows by name, and it's Shelly Jaronski. Always first name, last name, Shelly Jaronski, Shelly Jaronski. Anyway, she mostly does treats. And she's like, they're not usually like the fancy multi-layer cakes and things like that, which of course are great, but probably not what you're making on a random Wednesday night to watch TV. They're like, okay, so like, for example, she has almost 25 different Rice Krispie Treat recipes, (laughs) like those kinds of treats. Like if you have to take treats somewhere and you feel like you've made like all your go-tos lately, you can find something on her say easy. She has this cookbook of mostly treats that I got on Amazon. And for a while I was like, I'm going to make something out of it every Sunday. I only did it for a little bit, but it was a big success when I did. And I feel like I will probably bring that back at some point soon. Anyway, so she posted this apple fritter cake on Instagram and I was like, for some reason, it just kind of like struck me. And I was like, yeah, I'll make that. So the recipes for a 13 by nine, I cut it in half and did it in like an eight by eight. Uh, so it probably took about five minutes less to bake, but it was super good. Highly recommend. And I linked out to it in the show notes. So one of my favorite, I guess, like comfort things to do is make popcorn, like, like old school popcorn. My old popcorn maker, let's just say, you know, it kind of broke in the move and then... It was hanging on by a thread, and one day there was a loud noise. <laughs> Let's just say it shot and ended up in more than one piece. <laughs> that makes it sound way more dramatic than it is. Basically, the thing on the top broke, but I couldn't use it anymore. So anyway, it had this cup that you – that's the thing that busted. It had this cup that you would use to pour the kernels into the thing, and then you could put butter inside the cup, and it would melt as the popcorn popped because it was sitting on top. So when I replaced the popcorn popper, I got the same version, but it's like an updated one. So it looks different. It's like, a you know, it's like the same model, but kind of a different look. So for some reason, I haven't done the same thing with like melting the butter since. Instead, I put the butter in the microwave while the popcorn's popping. And uh, I, w- <laughs> I would say I've gotten a little lazy about the whole thing. I, I never use the right container. I always grab like a little glass bowl like for sauces or something out of the cupboard that most definitely is not microwave safe. Definitely also is not great for pouring. I'm also the most impatient person. So I don't like opening the microwave and finding out that it hasn't melted all the way. So I usually tack on like five seconds. And then usually with one or two seconds left, there's like this big pop. And then there's butter on top of the microwave and on the walls. And then I usually spill another few drops of it when I'm trying to take a hot non-microwave safe container out of the microwave with my bare hands. I am really, I am really good at making extra work for myself to avoid work, let me tell you. So I finally switched to a little bit of a better container, a little bit, still probably not microwave safe, but a little bit better. It doesn't burn my fingers. But the other day, against my better judgment, I put the butter in for 20 seconds instead of 15. And sure enough, pop, butter everywhere. I take it out and I probably shouldn't admit this, but it's it's possible the last time it happened, I decided to just shut the microwave door and deal with it another day. <laughs> possible. Well, between that time and this time, another day had arrived. Coincidentally, I had just cleaned out one of my produce drawers and there was a lemon in there that was kind of like maybe right on the line of still being usable. So the light bulb went off to use that old lemon trick for the microwave. Okay. So if you don't know, 
the lemon trick goes as follows. So you put a little bit of water in a bowl, a, a microwave safe one, <laughs> a little bit of water in there. I think some people throw some vinegar in there too, but I just did water, like a half a cup or so. Then cut a lemon in half, squeeze it into the water, then stick the lemon in the bowl and microwave the whole thing for three minutes. Then you just like let it sit. I had to Google to remind myself of the details. They say to let it sit for five minutes and like don't open the door because you need to let the steam work and everything. So the deal is, is that it loosens up all the stuck on baked stuff and then you can open it up and wipe everything up easy breezy. So I did that and it was, it was totally one of those things. It took like 10 seconds <laughs> to wipe out the inside of the microwave and I've done it several times before, but it reminded me like, okay, that wasn't so bad. Thank you, internet. The internet is full of useful tips and household hacks. Every so often when I have leftover lemon, I'll cut off like a little piece or two and throw it in the disposal. It's supposed to like freshen it up and deodorize it a little. So I did that sometimes, but one time at my old house, I felt like my garbage disposal was smelling like really gross. I was like, oh, I can't with this. I need to take this up a notch. So I Googled it and they, like whoever they is, <laughs> the people on the internet, they said to throw in some ice cubes and salt with the lemon. The salt and ice kind of like, it like exfoliates, I guess, for lack of a better term, sloughs off, sloughs off anything gross caked on in there. So I did it and I don't know if it blew me away, but it did seem like it was better. And psychologically, I felt way better about it. So I felt like that was a win. I was also thinking about this lately because I follow Real Simple on Instagram and they had this video one day a couple months ago captioned in part. The right way to vacuum. Yes, there is a right way. <laughs> I mean, of course, I am a total sucker for stuff like that. I was like, don't you just vacuum? <laughs> I mean, like a two-year-old can theoretically vacuum, right? Well, yes and no. The whole point of the video was like, you have to push the vacuum forward, but you really have to pull it back slowly, like really slowly. This is on carpet, of course. I guess it pulls up the carpet fibers to like really get up the dust and stuff. But let me tell you, when they say slowly, they mean it. And now I cannot get it out of my head when I vacuum. I tried it and I was like, I am going to fall asleep doing this. I will say it works great. And the carpet really does feel a little cleaner when I do it. I really do think it does. But I totally have to have something playing now, like on headphones or be looking at my phone or something, or I get way too bored. There are two other, so there are two other popular cleaning hacks that I see online all the time when these kinds of lifts pop up. The first one I've done once, it's to use an old sock to clean your blinds. I did it with vinegar, I think, because that's what they told me, but I hate the smell of vinegar. I really, really do. So I would probably use like soapy water or even just plain water next time. But I will say it also did work great because you kind of just like put the sock on your hand, then dip it in the water, and then you can kind of grab the blind and clean both sides at once. I got something on Amazon that's supposed to do the same kind of thing, but I haven't used it yet because I have a hard enough time getting up the motivation to clean my bathroom, let alone the blinds, but I do have it. The other one I have not done, and I don't think I have the nerve to do it. Uh, they're like the best way to clean a ceiling fan is to take a pillowcase, 
put it on the blade and then pull the pillowcase toward you. And it traps all the dust inside the pillowcase. They're like, oh, easy. And then just throw it in the wash. I am fairly confident. I am fairly confident. I would find a way to screw that up and get dust all over the place and probably hurt myself in the process. Like try to keep the dust from falling everywhere and then fall off the chair or whatever. People seem to swear by it though. So (laughs) if you try it, let me know. I love stuff like that. Like these resourceful little tricks and hacks and things. One time I saw some article or something that said a great way to repurpose pool noodles is to cut them in half and stick them in your tall boots because they'll keep them from falling over on the closet. I mean, repurpose pool noodles implies I had pool noodles being purposed in the first place, which I did not. But I went to Target and got two pool. (laughs) I went to Target and got two pool noodles for like two bucks. No, I don't know. I don't know how much it was, but it wasn't very much. And to this day, I still have them sitting in my boots. And, you know, I will say they work like a charm. (laughs) They do. They work like a charm. Okay, so my husband literally just sent me this article a little bit ago. He did not even know I was doing this. How's that for some things? He sent me this article, I think from The Kitchen, headlined, The 30 Most Brilliant Cleaning Hacks of All Time. He literally just sent this like totally on his own. Okay, looking at the list, number two is sort of so obvious, yeah, I don't do it. Put a cotton ball in your trash can. Like take the cotton ball, soak it in essential oil, and then put it in the bin. Like why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing this? This is the kind of thing that takes two seconds to do, but will make me feel like completely, like so completely impressed with myself, which is exactly what I'm after with these things. I'm going to do that today. Let's see. What else? The next one I've heard of before, I think when I was moving and showing the house, it came up in one of the lists for that. Um, it's to keep a laundry basket around that you just use to like throw all your stuff in when someone says they're on their way over to your house. Or you could just not answer the door. (laughs) Just kidding. I think I literally did have a laundry basket that I put a bunch of stuff in that I just stuck in the car when I had to leave. Um, So that's a good tip. Okay, this one is nuts. They're like, and I quote, "If (laughs) if you have a stainless steel sink, the single best thing you can do for it is to polish it with flour. Wash and dry the sink, sprinkle the whole thing with flour, and then get to buffing. You'll be surprised at how sparkly the metal gets. Like, I'm like, really? (laughs) They do not provide a reason why that is. But I, I mean, isn't that the kind of thing you just like, you just have to try? Like, I feel like I have to try that. Okay, there is another one. There's also another one that says Pam, Pam cooking spray will remove soap scum from your tub. Do we believe that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, this one I also saw in a Today Show segment. They were like, take a dish brush, that the one that has like the the cleaner in it, and put it in your shower and use it to clean the tile when you're in the shower. I would maybe be open to that. Like honestly, my shower gives me fits. I have never been good at cleaning showers and bathtubs ever. Uh, I feel like it's like a Rubik's Cube I have to solve like every single week. So I guess I would try anything. Okay, a couple dishwasher things. Use a mesh laundry bag in your dishwasher for the little stuff. That's not a bad idea. And the bowl of vinegar trick for the dishwasher. So put a bowl. I've done this one time before. Put a bowl just in the top rack and fill it up with some vinegar and then run the dishwasher. Uh, So like I said, I've done that once. I did it as like a parting gift at my old house. And I do think that it works pretty well. It looked looked pretty shiny, (laughs) at least. 
So it has something for your sink, not like the disposal necessarily, but something for the sink. It says to flush the drain with hot water, then slowly pour down a cup of baking soda, then add a cup of lemon juice. I I would try that. I feel like baking soda is like the cure-all for everything, and I have barely tapped into it. When I burned rice the other week, the pot was like a mess, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to throw baking soda in it and leave it. And I mean, it did get the stuff off, so I guess it worked. Um, this also has the disposal thing I talked about only it says to see, this is kind of, this is kind of an interesting twist. It says make the ice cubes from vinegar and small chunks of lemon. So sticks, you know, get your ice cube tray, put vinegar and some lemon in it, freeze it up and then throw a couple of those in there. See, there you go. That's even better. And then of course the microwave trick. So many, so many little hacks. I mean, of course there's always going to be some duds though, right? I saw something that was like, so I saw something that was like, use plastic shower curtain rings to store your scarves. Like you you can get a hanger and put all the rings along the hanger and then thread your scarves through it and then have easy access to them in your closet. So like in theory, I'm saying this and in theory, I feel like it's a great idea, but it never stuck for me. My regular way of throwing them in a bin on top of my closet, I guess, works so much better. Uh, It still does sort of sound like a good idea in theory, so I might have to try it again. Another one was the jeans in the freezer thing. You know that one? So like instead of washing your jeans, put them in a Ziploc bag in the freezer. So I did try that once, but I had so many questions that no one was there to answer. Like how long? How long do they have to stay in there? Do they just stay in there between in between wears? Do you have to thaw them out? Is it weird to open your freezer and have jeans on top of your egos? You know, like I don't feel like it worked. They seemed exactly the same to me. I don't know if I left them in long enough, but they seemed exactly the same to me. I actually did see an article that sort of made the case that it did work. Then the Smithsonian tackled what they called, their headline was, the myth of the frozen jeans. And they're like, no, it's it doesn't really work. So then I felt vindicated. Of course, I haven't worn a pair of jeans in forever. So maybe it would have worked if I had left them in there like this whole time, potentially. I still don't think I'm going to try it though. All right. I'm off to Google. That's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walkthablockpod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts where you can also leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already. And I will see you next week.